Hey, you guys. Welcome to episode 32 of the show. My name is Kristen, and I am really, really excited about you guys joining me today. Uh, it is New Year's Eve, and I am thrilled to death, I think, with a lot of other people that we are now wrapping up 2020. I know it's been a turmoil of a year for some, but then it's been a great year for other people. And I know that if we go back and we reflect on this year and all that has happened, we will be very, very, um, especially if we sit down and we really start to evaluate things that, that take place in our life, I think that you probably could find some good. I know there's a lot of negative that can be said, but, um, you know, the other day I actually sat down and I made a list of, I ended up coming up with 52 things, believe it or not. 52 things that I was very grateful for, things that had happened throughout this year that were good. And I skipped over all of the negative. Even in the negative, I know that there are things that turned out that were really, really well. Um, that when you look at the situation to begin with, it just looks dark and dreary and it looks like it's negative. But uh, there was a lot of good things that happened. And so this being New Year's Eve, I know a lot of people are vision casting for next year. A lot of people are setting New Year's resolutions or goals or kind of just evaluating what has happened this year and how they can move forward into the next year. And so I think what other appropriate topic could we talk about on New Year's Eve but vision casting um, I know I've been reflecting a lot and doing that myself, and so I wanted to share this with you. I will be honest with you, I am driving <laughs> down the road, and it is pouring down rain outside right now. Uh, and so um, I hope that you guys can hear me. I hope that uh, the things that I will share with you from my heart are, um, are going to come from a great place. I hope that they resonate with you and that you can take this and use this in some way to apply to your life. All that I ask for you to do uh, for me is, if you will, take a screenshot of this uh, episode and add it to your Facebook or Instagram stories. You can tag me at Morris Kristen. I would greatly appreciate it. Just let me know what value you got from this and, um, you know, tag a friend if you, if you think of someone that maybe this would benefit. I appreciate it. I don't pay anything for this podcast. It's free. Uh, I just like to share my heart and my journey with you guys and what the Lord has laid on my heart to speak to you. Um, and so with that being said, I'm going to go ahead and get started. I'll, I'm actually, because I'm driving down the road, it's, it's kind of ironic. It's weird actually that I'm, that I'm doing this. It's, it's been a busy day. Um, and so this was literally the only moment that I had to sit down and actually record this. So hopefully things aren't going to go too nuts. I know when it's raining, I have to go to the bathroom to be honest. I know that sounds so strange. So I hope that I'm not going to rush through this and that I'm able to give you value, but we're going to go ahead and get started. I do want to talk about vision casting today. And I know earlier I mentioned, I have really started to evaluate this past year. And I want for you, when you begin to start to cast vision, I know for some of you, that's probably very, very, um, difficult. When I say difficult, I mean, it's hard for you to recognize where there should be room for growth. It's difficult for some people to stop and evaluate where they've come from. They don't have a clue where they're going because they don't know where they've come from. Or maybe it's hard for you to cast vision just because it's been you've had such a difficult life or you've been through trauma or you've been through different situations where you find it very, very hard to even think about what could happen in the future. Like maybe for you, all that's happened that you can think about right now is negative. And so it's difficult for you to even imagine that there could be the possibility for something good in your in your future. And I wanna encourage you. You know, that's the, the reason why I, I hop on here 
and I share my heart with you, I want to encourage you that there is that possibility for more. There is that possibility for growth. Uh, there is that possibility that you can have good things happen in your life. And I'm a firm believer in that, number one, because I know that I have been saved by grace. You know, God called me, and I was never really a sinful person. I didn't go out and party. I didn't, you know, do a lot of weird, crazy things that some people do, you know. I, I none of that, but... I do know that, you know, in the Bible it talks about how no sin is greater than the other. And so my sin, even though I, I so to speak, wasn't really a bad person, um, my sin is no different than yours. My sin is no different than someone who has even committed murder before. And so because the Bible tells me that, I know that, you know, Christ died on the cross for every single one of us. He died for me and my small, minute sins in the eyes of the world, and he died for you know, the person who's committed adultery. He's, he's died on the cross for the person who um, has done, you know, all these awful things that we look at. And I want for you to understand that if he did that for all of us, then that also opens up the opportunity for his hand of mercy to be extended upon us and for good things to happen. You know, he wants good things to happen to his children. It says that in scriptures. Um, and so... Hopefully with that reminder, it will allow you to open up uh, and think about the future and think about what could be uh, possible for you. And, and hopefully when you get to that place where you start to recognize good things, you are able to share that with someone else. I firmly believe with, I mean, above everything else, I think that God has called us for a reason. He has given us testimonies and stories for a purpose. And that purpose is to share with someone else. If that purpose is for us to take what we've been through, no matter how traumatic, no matter how little even sometimes we think that the things we've been through, they matter. And they matter so much that they could have an impact on someone else. I shared yesterday, you know, everyone's story counts. Some people don't think that they're that important, but your story matters. Your story will have an impact. Um, and so I, starting at the beginning of this journey, for me, I quickly recognize, I'll say quickly, I mean, I'm 32 years old. It's probably taken me this long. In adulthood, it's taken me this long to recognize that we need to stop dreaming small. You know, when I started my business, I had a very difficult time learning how to cast vision for my future because I had this sort of fixed mindset I had this, uh, you know, it's always been this way, so it probably always, always will be this way. And I know a lot of you probably can relate to that. I know a lot of you probably have been there where you've been through things, and so you just, you feel like it's just going to always be that way. Like, there is no more out there. And I will tell you, you're going to have to learn, especially moving forward into a new year, you're going to have to learn that it is okay to dream big. It is okay for you to want an incredible thing to happen in your life. It is okay for you to want something that might sound re unrealistic to other people. That's okay. You know, the expression, you know, shoot for the, the moon and you'll land for the stars, uh, for sure. I think I was talking to a girl, um, I had lunch a friend, with a friend of mine today and she was telling me, you know, she has a difficult time because she's a really, really big, goal-oriented person like she really she sets strong goals for herself and then she beats herself up when she doesn't meet them and I said you know I think that's in a way okay I think it's okay for us to set huge goals for ourselves 
I don't, I think that when we, we set goals that are too small, we kind of limit. It's like we, we have that limited belief, like we don't think that we can, so we set a small goal. Oh, if I can, you know, if I can hit this little thing, then, you know, it, then I'll feel a little bit better about myself. But honestly, we're setting ourselves up for failure. I think that the, the reverse of that is that we should dream big. We should set a huge goal, but then don't beat ourselves up when we don't meet it. You know, we want to, we want to look back and go, what did I do to accomplish that goal? What did I do that got me there? And you know, I, I could have fallen short. So that might take some evaluating. That might take me looking back and going, okay, this is what I need to do moving forward so that I can meet the goal next time. Because the goal is a goal. Like it's always going to be the goal until I hit it. And then I'll set a new one. You know, another thing that holds people back from casting vision, unfortunately, are the people around them. I share this a lot. If you're surrounding yourself with negative people, toxic people, people that tell you that you can't or that you just need to be a little bit more realistic, um, or maybe they're just negative. Maybe they just, you know, they don't have a vision for themselves. They, they're stagnant in their growth. They're not really pursuing anything that's better for themselves. And so, you know, misery loves company, right? So they, they kind of push that off on you. Now, I think that it's super important, you know, in the church, we talk about how we should be salt and light in the world. And we talk about how, you know, we have to be in the world or, yeah, we have to live in the world, but we can't be of the world. Meaning we can't be like the people that are around us. We have to be different. That doesn't necessarily mean that we have to separate ourselves completely. You know, it goes back to what I was saying earlier. In order for you to make an impact on the people that need it most, you kind of have to be around them. And so it's not necessarily cutting all ties when I say, you know, cut off those negative people in your life. I don't, I don't really mean that, so to speak. I really want for you to take a moment to filter out, filter out the things that, that really get to you. If someone is consistently pouring into you and saying things that make you feel unworthy, you're either going to need to take a distant, like, take a step back from that person and not maybe spend as much time with them or set a boundary with them and tell them, you know, I, you can't speak to me that way. And if, if you're not strong enough to do either of those things, then you're definitely going to have to make a, a choice to speak to yourself and give yourself daily affirmations. You're, you have to come up with a way to figure out how to block the negativity from your life. You know, I think another thing that holds us back from vision casting is the fact that uh, we're afraid. We're afraid of failure. We're afraid of disappointing ourselves. Maybe you're afraid of disappointing the people that are around you. You know, I know there are many, many people that have tried something and then they fail at it and then they don't want anybody to know. But it's a, it's a different story when you tell the world that you're going to do something and then you you don't follow through. I think that's an incredible part of my own personal journey, my story, talking about how, you know, I, I, I hold myself accountable because I have to share my journey with you guys. And if I, if I don't follow through to be there for you, cause that's honestly like, that is my biggest, like I tell y'all, like my, my love language is acts of service. I live to serve other people. I, that is the way that I share my love. And so knowing that I would let someone down, that would be ultimate failure for me. 
that might not be like that for you. Maybe it's, you know, you hold yourself to a higher standard. You're your biggest competition. I ain't lie to you. I'm, I'm a biggest competition. But we, we get scared. We think, I can't step out and do something new. Or I can't, you know, want greater for my life. You know, maybe it is you live in a rundown house. Maybe, maybe you want more. Or maybe, you know, you are... You want to step out in faith and try a new job. I don't know. I mean, maybe it's you leaving a toxic relationship. I don't know what the situation is. Maybe it's you cutting off a friend that you've known forever. Or either sparking up a new relationship with someone that you think, you know, I, I really could gain value from that person. Or I really feel like, you know, we, we could really hit it off. But you're too afraid to step forward and say something. We're, there are a lot of reasons why we get scared. A lot. Unfortunately, when we get scared, that keeps us from that breakthrough that we're looking for. I, I think it's important that we lean into the fear. I think it's important that we don't allow it to hinder us. But when we get into those moments, gosh, this rain is like really coming down. <laughs> I hope y'all can hear me. Gracious. I think it's, it's super valuable for us to go almost like a red flag a trigger when we get scared that should almost be like a and I'm not talking like a oh god you know uh, I'm not supposed to be doing this like you know when you have like your conscience start speaking to you that's not what I'm talking about like you know when things are right or wrong I'm talking about like when you get that that anxious feeling in your gut because you are stepping out and doing something new and it almost makes you want to throw up like you just feel about it I think it's important that when that happens, we stop and go, Ooh, well, this, this might be an opportunity for growth. Growth happens outside of your comfort zone. Growth happens when you're willing to step forward into a new role. Or when you are willing to be vulnerable and share something with someone that maybe maybe is a little uncomfortable, maybe is something that you probably don't want for people to know about you, but ask yourself this, would me stepping out in faith and doing those things, would it have a positive effect on other people? Would it have a positive effect on me? Would it be, would it be good in any way? You know, the enemy is never going to tell you to do something that is going to be good or beneficial to you or the people that are around you. He's just not. You know, if anything, he's going, he's the reason why you have that uncomfortable feeling because he doesn't want you to grow. Because he knows that if, if he can make you feel some type of way about yourself, make you a little uneasy, make you think about the, all the ways that people will judge you, make you think about, you know, you might screw up and fall flat on your face and you're never going to be good enough. Like, those are all things that he tells you that make you stop and not press forward. And those are the triggers that you have to go, okay, this is where I'm supposed to be. This is what I'm supposed to be doing. Lean into the fear. When you're able to lean into the fear, then your vision can grow so much greater. Otherwise, you're limiting yourself. You've, you've gone back to that. Instead of having that growth mindset, you've gone back to that, oh, well, I'll never be or I'll, you know, never become. Get rid of that. So as you move forward, and I know I talked about, you know, those are the three things that could hold you back. But moving forward from that, so what do you do 
in order to create that vision for yourself. And y'all, I am, I am speaking to myself probably more than anyone else that's in this room because vision is something that I, I know that I am weakest in. I know that I struggle with it and it is something that I am continually working on. So don't think that I'm just like preaching, like I'm preaching to myself, okay? And this is something that I have to tell myself daily to, to go through this process and trust what the Lord is laying on my heart. You know, when, whenever I first started this podcast, I was like, there is no way that, that I could do this. Like people are not going to listen. What I have to say is not a value. I, I'm going to fumble all over myself. I, this is pointless, but I'm doing it anyway. And as I'm doing it, I am growing. And I know that moving forward from that, God is going to ask of me more, you know? Too, too much is given, much is required, right? So be willing to step into that. So what do you need to do? I, I, I mentioned earlier about how I I wrote down the list of things that happened this year. There were good things and there were bad things. I need you to evaluate your year. You know, maybe it's not your year. Maybe it's your month. Maybe it's your week. Maybe it's your day. And you know, for some of us, thinking broadly like a year is too much. Maybe you need to evaluate, you know, each day. And then when you master that day, then you can master the week. And then when you master the week, then you can master your month. And then when you master your month, you can you can look forward to the year. Whatever that looks like for you, I want you to evaluate. Where is it that you've come from? You know, there's times I share a lot with you guys about how, you know, my life had just become run, 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 do the thing, go to work, come home cook dinner, help kids with homework, go to church, do this at church, come home, get a shower, go to bed, get up the next morning, repeat. Literally nothing else was different. And so for me, it was, you know, I didn't even have time to evaluate. I didn't even think that 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 should be a priority because like, I just didn't have time for it. But what I'm here to tell you is that you, you don't have time not to, like you must Spend time evaluating. Reflection is going to be the greatest key to your growth. Even if that means you sitting down at night before you go to bed and journaling about your day. So that you can look back and you can say, yeah, okay, well, that happened. That's what, that's what triggered me. You know, that's what, that's what the source of, of my overwhelm. Because see, you know, guys, I've shared with you that how much I loved teaching. I shared with you how much I enjoyed pouring myself into my children at school. But what I I came to recognize when I actually sat down to think about it was that me pouring every, because my problem is, and I I know, y'all know this, like I'm more colic. When I would get engrossed in something, that was all there is. Like there was no, and someone told me one time, you know, your priorities are never in conflict. And I never thought about it that way because I always thought, you know, you know what, my family's my priority. Like they're, they're the ones. And actually what was happening is I was making my job a priority and not to say that what I was doing was wrong because I think, you know, being able to serve in other ways, you know, whatever that looks like for you, I don't know, but you might be doing the right thing, but what you want to do is something different. And so when you sit back and you evaluate what it is that you're doing, you realize, wow, my priority is actually not spending time where I say that it should be. I was invested more hours of the day doing X instead of Y. I don't know, you know? So evaluate 
what it is that you've been through. What are the circumstances that were good that you could celebrate and you can go, I, I want more of that. Yeah, that was a good day. Or yeah, that, oh my gosh, do you remember when we saved up and we were able to do, you know, this? Okay, so if we were able to, that we need to do more of that. You know, whatever that looks like for you. I don't know. Like, think about what your specific goals are. <laughs> what is it that you want out of life? And I will tell you, many of you don't even know what you want. Many of you don't even know. And so I think what probably some of you should do is you need to evaluate. Because this was where I was. Because I didn't, I mean, I just was just doing the thing. Like, I didn't, I mean, I just thought that that's just the way that life was. That was just the way things were that there wasn't anything else. And so that's where a lot of people are these days. And so I think that sitting down and even evaluating what is creating the overwhelm in your life. What is it that is causing you issues of anxiety? Or I'm tired. Or I can't, I can't help someone else because I can't even help myself right now. Looking at what are the things, and remember I said, you know, journaling is a great thing. I, I think writing things down or even recording yourself or, you know, whatever that is, looking back and going, that was the trigger for me. That's what I need to remove. You also need to look at when you are able to evaluate the triggers in your life, the things that cause the overwhelm, is understanding the difference between what it is that you can control and what it is that you cannot control. See, that's the huge, I mean, that that's like the kicker there. You know, a lot of us will get super overwhelmed, we'll get super frustrated because we think, you know, I've got to have everything perfect. Sister perfectionist over here. Speak, I told you I'm talking to myself. You think that you have to have it all together. You think that you have to have it all right. You know, I was that mom. I felt like my house needed to be clean all day long, every day. Like if people showed up at my house and it was a wreck, like, you know, that would be the end of the world. You know, I had to be, you know, I had to finish. All, I told you I worked till six o'clock every day. The custodians literally kicked me out every single day. They would call my classroom. They would say, Kristen, get out of your room. It's time to go. We don't have anybody else in daycare. We're leaving. Like you got to go. And because I felt like if I just did one more thing, if I, if I finished one more thing, or if I, I, I tweaked this just a little bit more then it could be a little bit better. And I'm not saying that none, none of that is wrong, but whenever Whenever you start to look at the things that you can control versus, like, me knowing, me sitting down and thinking about, man, me working till 6 o'clock, and then I know that I have church on Wednesday nights, which meant I had to get my kids, I had to get home, I had to cook dinner, do bath time, do homework, and make sure that I was prepared for my lesson on Wednesday nights before 7 30 you guys like seriously an hour and a half between between leaving work like leaving not not being home leaving work and getting to the church that's insanity you no realistic person could do that even if i was superwoman i don't think i could do all of that but for some reason i set myself up for failure thinking that i should and many of you are doing the same thing many of you are allowing yeses when they should be no's. Many of you are allowing, you know, people to dictate your schedule when you have got to set a boundary and say, no, I cannot do that anymore. Or, you know, I'm going to have to allow, ooh, big thing, hmm, y'all, asking for help. When you, you get into something and then you realize, yeah, I can't do this. 
you know, you want to save face because you think that you have to have it together, but unfortunately, um, you need help. Yeah, I'm raising my hand. What can you realistically control and what can you not? Because the things that you can't control, you know, you can, you can dwell on them all day long and you can think about, you know, how I want for my job to be better. I want for my boss to be nicer to me. I want for me to have less hours at work. But realistically, you can't control the way your boss treats you. I mean, you can be nice to them, but can you control the words that come out of their mouth? No. Can you control the, the, the days that they schedule you? I mean, maybe, I don't know. But for some of you, you can't. Can you control a lot of the things that are going on in your life? No. So if I can't control it, then why am I wasting my time focusing on the things that, that there's nothing that I literally can do about it? Instead, my energy would do better served focusing on the things that I can control, like leaving work at six o'clock. How many times did I tell myself, Christy, I mean, can you at least leave at five? That'll at least give you another hour. Come on. I can control that. You know, no one, no one told me that I had to be in school until six. Now, I'm not gonna lie to you, the workload of a teacher was insane. You know, most teachers just took it home. I could have said no, but I didn't. I held myself to that standard. What is it out of your life that you can make a change and go, you know what, I don't, you know, my house doesn't have to be perfect all the time. You know, things I've shared with you before, you know, you're, even something small like your mental state, like your attitude, you're tired every day, go to bed earlier. If you have control over that, then why aren't you doing it? You're complaining literally about something that you could fix easily. I mean, maybe not easily. Maybe, maybe it takes a little bit more effort. But what is it that you control? And so when I say cast vision, I'm not talking like, you know, where do you want to be in the next 10 years of your life? Where do you want to be tomorrow? Where do you want to be the next day? What can you do that's going to set you up for success so that you're able to be a better version of you and pour into someone else? The last thing that I think you need to do, and this, this comes with all of the others. You, you can't do this until you've evaluated. You can't do this until you're willing to step into your fear. You're, you can't do this until you, um, you, know, you, you think about what things you're in control of. You can't do any of this. But it's super important. I'm huge on making an action plan. And that looks like you literally writing it down. There's power in writing things down because it is, it's an accountability tool, number one. I think if you want to take it a step further, tell somebody. We talked about accountability earlier. What is it that's going to take you to that place? So if I know you know, a family vacation is something that I want for my family. You know, we were able to take a weekend vacation, but maybe next time I want to do a week. What was it that got me to that place that I was able to do that the first time? I want to grow from that. I want to be better. I've looked at the steps that it's going to take for me to get to that, to that moment. Now let's map it out. Let's make it realistic. What is it something that I can physically do 
so that I can get there, realistically speaking. Action steps are going to be the, the cultivation that is going to carry. It's like the fertilizer whenever you plant, you know, it's, it's, the, it's the fuel. Your car can't go without gas. So I know that 2020 has been difficult. I understand, I can relate, you know, I've, I've made a career change. I've gotten COVID. My family was in quarantine for forever, I feel like. You know, my mindset, I know a lot of people even in this day, you know, with being in isolation and not really being able to go out and do things like they normally did, a lot of it is people's mindsets have shifted either for the good or for the bad. And when it's good, it's good. But when it's bad, it's really bad. I think that you are going to have to take a personal reflection on your journey over the last little while. What are you going to do to set you up for success in the future? That is your vision. You have control. Don't let anyone else tell you otherwise because you are stronger than you ever could really even imagine. You've got authority. You've got power. Remember, God said, I saved you. I called you out from sin. I placed a calling on your life. All you have to do is have faith. I hope you guys had some value out of this. I appreciate you for listening. God bless.